All right, I hope you're ready because we have a lot to break down. Shannon Bedure, after storming into somebody else's house, she's now being seen with with John Jansen. He's back into the picture. Apparently, she might be living near him soon, but we're going to break that down. We're going to talk about the Traders season two all-star cast. Lots of lots of names that have dropped. We'll discuss it. I have the Brav Bros here and boy, oh boy, I'm sure there are going to be a lot of hot takes. So let's dive in. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TV tea, surf fresh three times a week. Now, let's dive in. What is going on, everybody? Are we ready to talk about Shannon John Jansen? I have so many thoughts, so many feelings, so many vibes that I cannot wait to dish today. But in order to help me dish it, I needed some help. I needed my bros to come in, bros before hoes, we're talking about <laughs> all of the, the latest Shannon Storms Bedore drama, Steel and Shooter from the Brav Bros podcast. How are you, gentlemen? We're great. We just got done recording our uh, yep. our podcast for the week. Yeah, yep. so. so we already we're we're kind of OC'd out, but we're here for you to talk mm. about Shannon. Mm. So anything for you, dude. <laughs> So Shannon Storms Bedore stormed into somebody's apartment complex as she was, you know, swerving like she's Tokyo Drift, tried to drive off, park her car in the middle of the street because she needed to take Archie for a walk, which is what she told authority. She's like, oh, I don't know who crashed into a house. Who put that house there? I was just taking Archie for a walk. Gets arrested. It's now come out that earlier in the night she was having dinner, having some drinks with some friends, but also she was apparently with John Jansen. So when she was out drinking with friends, apparently she was overheard talking about Jesus Jugs, Alexis Bellino. She was talking some smack about her because I guess they were both at the same spot. Alexis is like, I don't know why she, why you gotta be so rude? And she's like, I love Jesus and I love my jugs and I don't know why she has to talk about me, but maybe she should talk to a therapist. Maybe she should talk to a counselor. Maybe she should talk to a sponsor. And John Jansen has been spotted with Shannon Bedore since then. He's, there's like a new house that I guess she's moved into that's just a few minutes away from where John Jansen lives. Apparently she had to move out of her old place because it seemed like the HOA was no longer allowing her to film in the property for the next season of Housewives. So she was forced out of there. She found a new place to go. And now we see that there's a situation going on with John Jansen. Possibly, I think that they're probably banging and just he keeps her around and he keeps her in the rotation. She was probably with him earlier that night. They did their thing. He's like, okay, honey, I came. I'm done. Gotta go. And she's like, all right, gotta go. And she swerved on out of there. He didn't call her an Uber. That's, I think, why she had Archie with her. Um, What do you think of her situation with John Jansen? Do you think that they're back together? Are they friends with benefits? Are they fuck buddies? What is the vibe? I think it it depends on which one you ask. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think for Shannon, it's it's the companionship it's having somebody in her life that she can just go to and she really doesn't care what she gets from john at all as we've Mm. seen and for him yeah i feel like he's probably got a rotation of women that he just runs through and gets bored and maybe they figure out that he's just neglecting them to an extent and then they maybe their friends step in and tell her you got to get away from john so then he lets them cool off for a couple of weeks goes to the next and just keeps rolling through his rotation i mean when it comes to john jansen I think that's the only thing we can think of, right? There's no way that he's just committed to one woman. There's no way. I think that's why he's being so nice like to her now is he feels guilty. He's like, oh, shit. I sent her. I, yeah, I let her out. I knew she probably shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. I let her go. 
knowing probably wasn't the best thing to let her do because she was a little skirt skirt. She was having a little too much tequila that night. She was doing Trace Amigas, but Uno Solo. And, you know, she should not have left in that condition. And now he's like, oh, I got to be by her side now. Yeah. I think it's more so like he's trying to clean up, like you just said, like he's trying to clean up his tracks because he fucked this up. If that is where she was leaving from, it makes a lot of sense why he's now re-entered the picture. On Shannon's side of things, especially going through this now, like she's obviously going to lean on whoever she has to lean on. And if you've watched this season of OC, like who's she really that tight with that's going to come to her defense when she's going to deal with a DUI charge? Gina. And the only way... Yeah, sure. The (laughs) only way that um, John is going to get involved because... He does not strike me as the guy that's going to be like, oh, my God, Shannon, are you okay? Like, I was so worried about you. I heard what happened. He does strike me as the guy that's like, fuck, she left my house. If they dig too deep here, I'm implicated. Let me play the nice guy for a little bit. Let me get her over here, smooth things over. And all he's going to do, because she is in such a vulnerable state right now because of everything that she's going through with the DUI, because she's a train wreck overall this whole season, She's going to lean into whatever picture John wants to paint of this thing. If John's going to say, like, I'm here for you, she's going to be like, oh, thank God, finally. And it's going to be fake. It's not real. He's trying to cover his tracks. He's trying to make himself look good. As we've seen in the past, like, John's not a good dude. Like, I don't like John. I think he's an asshole. So I think that he's playing it. I think he's trying to come out looking good because he fucked this thing up. And that would make a whole lot of sense if that's where he's coming from. I mean, I'm sure he's still getting laid through all of this. So he comes out winning. That's the word. No pun intended. He comes out winning. But like, hey, but someone in the comments just said, like, I think they're drinking buddies. And I do. I think that's what the focal point of their relationship really seems to be, is that this is two people that can get together, get hammered. And for John, it's perfect because for whatever reason, he's found a woman that he can continue to skirt around commitment for three fucking years and she's still around. So most women in that situation, when he tries to re-enter the picture, be like, no, dude, like you had your shot. But for her, she's so desperate for companionship. Yep. And it's a guy that's going to lean into her vices. It's almost like the perfect scenario for her or the perfect storm, if you will. Yeah, the perfect Shannon storms Boudoir. Um Patriot 420 wants to know if Archie was in the car. Yeah, Archie was like the life alert woman just holding on for dear life in the backseat. Yeah. He was just flying all over. Like he was Buzz and Woody in the backseat, ready, just like getting flung around. Poor Archie. I mean, he seems fine. I think he's okay. Trust me. I've been in Ubers. No, She's asking if he was in the car the whole the time whole she time. was drinking. Yeah. Oh, the whole time Archie she was, was drinking. probably in the home. <laughs> Yeah, no, John's not that John's not that much of a jerk. John's gonna suffocate. Yeah, John's gonna let Archie come inside just the same way Shannon lets John come inside. Hey, now, but um, a lot of puns. Yeah, (laughs) BTF Phoenix says, I think that John and Shannon are drinking buddies for Sean. For Shannon, John is David with a different face. Oof. Damn. What do you think of her trashing Alexis while being at this restaurant? I'd be like, Alexis is there, and she was like totally trashing her. And Alexis is like, I don't really know you, woman. I think that, okay, so this is, I have a different stance than a lot of people in, in this whole thing just because I am a recovering alcoholic. So I look at this with a different perspective. And I think that given the fact that, you know, she was drunk enough to, 
get in the car and drive and crash into a house. I think it's hard to pinpoint what her motives are in talking shit that evening. I don't know if it's, yeah. I'm not going to say fair because, you know, she, she is the perpetrator. She's the one drinking. She's the one doing these things. Right. But at the same time, like we're looking at a person that literally we watched her wreck her car so drunk and try to derail it by getting out of the car with her dog. It's hard for me to put a lot of weight behind those comments just because this is clearly somebody that's not thinking straight. That's yeah. my take. Yeah. yeah, and I think you can kind of separate the two things too. Just because she had a DUI has nothing to do with the fact that she was talking shit on Alexis. Yeah. Like she's going to do that regardless. Just like she's going to get behind the wheel of a car and go ahead and do that. It's just I don't know. I you can separate the two issues. I think that right now everything's just going to be so focused on Shannon. And I, I think there's something to be said about John coming back in the picture. We heard during the season, which I don't really understand. John's a media whore. John wants to be on film all the time. And I, I don't really see it. I feel like he would be on a little bit more than he actually is if that was the case. But now, I mean, we see his face everywhere. He could be utilizing that to his own benefit to just get his face out there for whatever means he's going for. But yeah. when it comes to the whole Shannon, like, yes, Shannon crashed her car. She got a DUI. That's separate from her talking shit on Alexis. Yeah. I crashed my car into the I bridge that. and watched that let it burn. I, I just meant her state care. of mind. Yeah, I think oh, she's. You don't have to go too what do you deep think? She's spiraling. I think that she's yeah. spiraling. I think that she's. That's what I mean. Um, I mean, come on. What? She was just driving down the street and she's like making my way downtown. Oops, sorry, Archie. I forgot to take you for a walk today. I was too busy fucking John Jansen. Let's go for a walk right now. Like, she's not in her right state of mind at all. She's totally spiraling. I think her situation, like the girls are grown and she knows that they're leaving. She knows that John doesn't love her. She probably thinks that she's going to be alone forever. And so I just think there's a lot going on that she doesn't. And I think she's also spiraling. I, who knows what happened at the reunion, but I'm pretty sure a lot of shit came out of the reunion that she's now carrying with her. Um and I'm sure that's affected her relationship with John Jansen because you know he was going to be talked about a lot at the reunion as Taylor Armstrong should. This is going to be the dirtiest reunion you've ever seen, baby. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was going to be on that reunion for like 35 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My whole thing, and I would love to get your take on it, Zach. Shooter yeah. and I talked about it at length on the podcast. Yeah. Um, Brock Bros Podcast. So Go subscribe. Me, yeah. Please. Hey. Let's do that plug right now because people never do it. <laughs> if you're watching this, go subscribe to our podcast channel. And your as well. YouTube it does us a huge favor. Give us and YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. I did that on the podcast earlier today. YouTube. Go click the subscribe button on YouTube. It helps us out immensely. Yes. That being said, so my stance on this, and I've had conversations with Shooter. I've had conversations with my wife about it. For me, this is. It's hard for me to look at this with a. Like, oh, it's funny or, oh, let's look at the memes and stuff like that. To yeah. me, and I will never say that somebody's a full-blown alcoholic unless I'm fairly certain. Like, I do believe that she is an alcoholic. I believe that she needs help. And I don't want to drag this on too long because I've talked about it at length. But when somebody's in the throes of alcoholism, and if she is actually an alcoholic, the decisions that we make when we're in the midst of active alcoholism are not our decisions that is not a cop-out she is responsible for everything she did had she killed a family 100 her fault what i mean yeah. by that you do not make lucid decisions you make decisions based off of emotion you make decisions based off of where am i going to get my next fix how am i going to continue drinking and how am i going to convince people that i don't have a drinking problem and a lot of times 
that will rear its head in a couple of ways. One being, I'm going to drink in front of people that think I have a problem to prove that I don't have a problem. And two, if I can get behind the wheel of a car and drive myself home, I'm not a drunk because I can handle my shit. Yeah. So for me, it's difficult to vilify her. And I understand that there's two sides of this. I don't think either side's incorrect. If yeah. people don't want to give her grace and compassion because she could have caused irreparable damage to a family and killed somebody, you have every right to feel that way. It's not an incorrect take. At the same time, if this is someone battling addiction or substance abuse, it is such a difficult thing to kick, to admit to, to begin with, that I am trying to approach this with a little more sympathy because I think that hopefully this is a wake-up call for her where she can get better. And I cannot imagine when I was at my worst, yeah. like at the very end of my, my drinking when I had cirrhosis and I went to the hospital, I cannot imagine going on Instagram and not only seeing videos of me at my worst, but also people making jokes about it, people making memes about it. I just think it's really tough. It's yeah. a tough look in my perspective. But at the same time, once again, the people on the other side of the street, it's not necessarily wrong. So it's this weird middle ground. And it, it's something that this topic isn't taught to people unless you know people that are involved with it. So it's nobody's fault. It's just that's that's my stance on it, which is a little different than what I've been hearing elsewhere. So I would love to get your take on it. So you, you're you saying that you believe that she is an alcoholic? I do. Yeah, I really do. I've seen things throughout the season. There's been red flags, and I wasn't saying anything prior because I was like, you know, it's not my place to say that about anybody. What are the red flags? So a lot of it is rationalization. Like when you see her rationalizing her relationship with John, trying to make it seem okay there. When you mm -hmm. see specifically, this one stuck out to me way early on when she's with Tamara at that breakfast, like I think it was the first episode, and Tamara alludes to her potentially have a drinking problem, and she does not order a drink right off the bat. And that's a move that they would like an alcoholic like myself would do is like, oh, I'm not going to drink. But then like you, it's impossible not to. If you see it around you, you're like, God, I fucking need a drink. So another way to defend yourself and I'm not an alcoholic. Watch, I'm going to have a drink or two with you and then I'm going to go home like a normal person would. And that to me in that moment when she starts out the lunch, like, oh, I'm not going to drink. And then the waiter comes over. She's like, mm, I'll have a tequila. I was like, hmm. That's something I would have done. And that is that is an mm -hmm. alcoholic tendency, the rationalization of a relationship, the deflection, which is also a trope that housewives do. So I understand that that is not damning evidence. But looking at it from an alcoholic's perspective throughout this season, I've been like, mm, maybe, maybe, maybe. When she's talking to yeah. Emily and she doesn't even have any recollection of the right. conversations. That yeah. she, and you can see it on her face, too. It's just like a blank face knowing fully I was blacked the fuck out that night. So I probably did say that. And she didn't try to rebut. There was nothing there. She nope. just had like that internal realization. It's all over her face. And you and I said the same thing. We're like, oh, yeah, and it's, it's a big red flag. And so like when you pile those things up and they rear its ugly head with a rock bottom moment, and that's the thing, rock bottom moments or potential rock bottom moments, we call them, because nothing's set in stone. People can go through horrible things and not realize like oh i need to fucking stop sometimes it takes people five six seven I, I was in rehab with guys that were in there 10 plus times wow and they still haven't gotten it right yeah it's really sad but i i talked to a counselor one time and he said you know some people don't have a rock bottom it's non-existent and those are the people that will end up drinking themselves to death or will not seek help things like that with shannon and a lot of people that have gone on the defensive against me with this stance have been like, she's shown us who she is. We've seen it for 10 seasons, X, Y, Z. She never takes accountability, all of these things. Totally true. 
I'm not here to tell you you're wrong. You have your perspective and you're right. entitled to that. However, this is the first time she's been presented an opportunity, if you want to call it that, or got herself in such a big issue where it's either shit or get off the pot. Either you do address it now or you confirm everything everyone's saying about you. And I think that it's such a pivotal moment that I, you know, people like Jeff Lewis coming out and saying, oh, she doesn't have a drinking problem. It's like, dude, anybody that gets behind a wheel of a car drunk enough to make that left turn into a house has a yeah. fucking problem. Like, you know, it, it, that goes without saying. So what scares me is the people around her after the fact are not going to actively try to get her help. It's at the same time, the people closest to alcoholics are the last ones to admit it because they don't want to admit that their friend has a problem. Either that means they have to reflect on themselves yeah. and how they're acting or... Yeah. They have to admit that somebody they love is going through something that's impossible to understand. So the red flags throughout the season topped off with this moment specifically and the timing of it post reunion shit with John, the excessive drinking that we've seen throughout the season. To me, it screams both help and I have a problem. Yeah. Um, Kelly Dodds come out and said that Tamara judge hasn't been a good friend to Shannon through all of this. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> shocking there. that it came from Kelly or shocking that it that Tamara hasn't been a good friend? Both. Both. Why is it but shocking? Mainly Tamara. Why is that not shock you? Do you want to take Tamara's not a good friend to anyone. What do you mean? Well, yeah, like, that's you true. See her, she throws her friends under the bus constantly. All I'm convinced time. that she doesn't actually have friends. Yeah. Oh, what is the drum law? Somebody brought up the drama law. Yes, Steele. John is worried about the drama law in California. If you're allow, if you allow someone to leave a residence or business, then you Ooh. know they're intoxicated. You are responsible to for any damages. Ooh, Sean, uh, he, John's trying to make sure he don't pay that bill for that house. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That too, that, yeah. Also, I think you face criminal charges as well. Like you become party to or accomplice to. There's a lot of things that can happen. <sighs> That's like if someone leaves a bar really drunk, then the bar is liable I mean, yeah. for it. I mean, it breaks my heart for Shannon because I just like John does not love her. John is Whoa, completely no. using her. I think Tamara should be coming at Shannon as hard as she's been coming at Jen about her relationship because John is not a great dude and they all know it. No, and like the hypocrisy we've seen all season with Tamara, Tamara's a fucking nightmare. Like she's, I can't stand her. I don't know why. They thought it was a good idea to bring her back. Like this most recent episode, the fact that she can say with a straight face, when Heather's backed into a corner, she'll say anything. It's like, that's literally what you've built your podcast platform on. Like yep. you literally make money off of saying one thing and doing another, making shit up and then backing down from like, that's your MO. Yeah. And you're going to go on the offensive. Like that's Heather's problem. Like, no, there's a common denominator here, Tamara. It seems like when you enter the picture, Shit tends to get messy. Like, look in the mirror before you keep throwing stones in a glass house. Yeah. Well, whether or not Housewives Land is good for her, she has now been announced as part of the all-star cast for The Traders Season 2 on Peacock. So here's the cast. I want your reaction. So we have uh, Bergie from Love Island US, CT from The Challenge, Dan Giesling from Big Brother, Deontay Wilder from Boxer. What is Boxer? Um, he's a boxer. Oh, he's a boxer. a boxer. I was like, what boxer, show yeah. is bo that's from a boxer? That's a boxer. Sports. 
<laughs> um, Eakin Sue, Love Island UK, Janelle from Big Brother, Johnny Bananas from The Challenge, John Burko from UK's uh, Parliament, Kevin Kreider from Bling Empire, RAP because that show got canceled, Larsa Pippen from Real Houses of Miami, Larsa Pippen's boo Marcus Jordan, basketball player, Maxim Schmierkowski from son, Dancing son with the Stars. Son of basketball player. What says basketball player? Maybe he dabbled. He knows how to dribble. He played in college. He knows how to dribble the ladies. Um, yeah. We have MJ from Shaz the Sunset. Parvati Shallow from Survivor. Peppermint from RuPaul's Drag Race. Peter Weber from The Bachelor. Phaedra Parks from Married to Medicine. Sandra Diaz-Twine from Survivor. Sheree Whitfield from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Tamara Judge from OC. And Trishelle Cont- Con- Conatella from The Real World Las Vegas. Um, rumored on the cast was also Sheena Shea, Lindsay Hubbard, and Candy Burris, all of which obviously are not on the cast because they've all come out to deny it. But what is your reaction to this crazy all-star cast? I think, honestly, if it was more... I, I mean, the only person on that entire cast... Uh, Sheree's fine, but the only person on the cast that I actually like is CT. Mm. Just because I love the challenge. So, I love CT. Johnny Bananas, yeah, whatever. But You don't like Johnny Bananas? Like- isn't he like it's an OG not like an like athletic villain? what what's the deal? Isn't Talk he like shit? an OG villain? Oh yeah, yeah, he is. Um, but I don't know. It's the, the trader is such an interesting show that I you know we'll see what happens. There's I don't really have any hype towards it. It's just one of those shows that you're gonna throw on in the background and be like, yeah, I'll see what's going on in this. I liked it last season, but last season they had the mix of reality stars and regular people. It yeah. seems like they just killed all of the regular people. And now it's just fully leaning into reality stars. Uh, you, you I knew it was going to take that way to go. You yeah. know, I think that we, as much as it's like nice or funny to like mix in some normies, if you want to call them that, people want to watch the people that they know on TV at the end of the day. And I think, I think it's a good draw from the Bravo crowd. Like, I think that's a, a pretty solid crew. I'm really excited to see how Sheree navigates it, honestly. She's going to bomb. She's not going to be good at this. She's going to make it long because she's not going to know what to do. She's going to be so bad at this game and that's I the only so reason too. she's going to be dragged I, on for so long. But I think, I think for Tamara, like, you're going to be able to tell which if she's a traitor or not right away. I, I just don't think, that, like, you can see through Tamara's shit all the time. I think they should make Tamara a traitor. Yes, I think they'll have to. And I think and that'll be interesting for her to navigate. I think Phaedra is going to be really interesting. Oh, well. I didn't know she was going to be hard on to read. Phaedra's so uh, hard to read. Dev, my wife, sent me um, a read from Phaedra from like a reunion like a while back that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. Holy shit. Is she, she is so good at talking shit. I was wowed by with what she was. I forget what the clip was. Oh, it was about. Um, somebody going to a sperm bank and she gives (laughs) her like the most eloquent. She doesn't pause. There's Mm no ums and she just flows. And I liked Phaedra when she was um, like dipping her toe in Dubai a little bit. That was like my first experience with Phaedra. And then she was on the ultimate girls trip. Yeah. I enjoyed her there. So I'm excited. We get a return of Phaedra. I'm curious if she's successful or how successful if like Bravo was watching it because Atlanta clearly needs a little bit of a mix up, if not a full reboot. I wonder if this will translate into that. But as far as her on the Trader show, I think it's going to be good TV. Like the the Bravo crew, even Tamara, again, like I fucking hate Tamara. But in this regard, yeah, like this could be her niche. This it's is going to be. Are you are you looking more forward to this or Special Forces? 
I didn't even see season one of Special Forces. No, I don't it think... doesn't matter. You just do you want to see Sandoval <laughs> in Special Forces? I would rather watch this. I don't want to see Sandoval in Special Forces. I don't want to see Sandoval do. on The Masked Singer. I would see him cry like a little baby on top of a mountain because he doesn't want to fucking zip line down. Everybody fucking zip lines in like South America through like rainforests for fun. He's gonna cry at the top, be like, "I miss my life. I've done so much going." Like it's gonna, it's be, gonna so be funny. It's gonna be funny watching him because we know based off of Nick Vile revealing that. He he brought photos of Rocky Rocky Bang Bang yeah. onto this trip, and that's going to be interesting. He tried so hard to get that cut, too, but he has no authority over Fox, so it's great. Yeah, he's the photos are going to be in it, and he's going to be like, oh, my girlfriend. And then we know, like, she's like, we are never, ever, ever getting back <laughs> together. She's, like, dancing to Taylor Swift in her parents' basement. Good for her. She's frolicking in the wind, like in the in the meadows, like Bambi. Good for her. Sidestep, sidestep. I want to know your take, Zach, on on the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey thing. That's like our worlds have collided. Me and Shooter with the Swift. And do you know Travis Kelsey? I don't know Travis. He's hot though. I think I saw a photo. Hold on, let me. Travis, beautiful man. Beautiful man, dude. He's the Um, brother. Oh my God! Yes, 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 yes. I remember him now. Not because yeah. I follow sports, but because I saw he the did photos a, show of a couple of years ago about like dating. Uh, what was it like dating? Uh, catching Kelsey. Catching, catching Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a dating show where he it was like The Bachelor, but like really smaller. Bad. And it was for him alone. It was horrible. Well, now and he's, he, he, now he's he catching Taylor he to this day. Um, but now apparently he's he's mixing it up with Taylor Swift. I mean, listen, good for her. Let him, you know, throw her around a little bit. I think she needs <laughs> yeah. she needs to stop playing with these like soft, like hairy um, styles type of guys. And she needs a man. And he looks like a he's man. a man. Yeah. But back to task. Her. Back to the thing. What do you think? Do you are you looking forward to the season of Traders? Um, sure. I think it'll be interesting because it's like all people that we kind of already know, um, rather than there being the normies in it. Like the normies, I think were weird and boring. And like it was weird last season watching like Brandy Glanville come for like the other norm- like the normies just didn't know how to play the game. Like in the end, spoiler alert, if you didn't watch season one, Suri wins and then like Andy, who like is one of her best friends, is like crying and they're like, Oh my God, we're so betrayed by you. It's like it's fucking the traitors. What did you expect? They were gonna you, they, somebody was gonna betray you at some point. Like stop being a pussy and don't sign up for a show that's called the traitors if you can't handle it. Okay. So I think all of these people are all based off of what we know from their respective shows. And then we have the boxer, but we all know that they all can, can go to toes. Well, don't write off the boxer, by the way, because I'm not, he can take to, a beating. Absolutely. And when it what comes the to the world of professional fighting, there's a lot of similarities there. There's a lot of shit talking that goes on. They go on Twitter. I they talk it. about banging each other's wives. They wow. talk about all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. So they can bring that kind of heat too. It's not just a sports thing. So, and yeah. Deontay Wilder is a known asshole. So I think he's going to be really fun to watch on the show. I like the cast. I think that they've brought enough worlds together where you got yeah. sports, you got Bravo, you got different reality shows, Survivor, whatever. It's it's intriguing enough for me where I'm like, uh, you know what? Like I will dive into and I don't watch a lot of TV, but you I know, will dive into that one. This one I'm looking forward to and I'm also looking forward to House of Villains. We saw the trailer for House of that. Villains. Jax Taylor, Tiffany Pollard, Amarosa, like so many good players. Johnny Bananas is on that too. Johnny Bananas is like yeah, having his sandball moment. He's doing his thing. Banana everywhere. Good for him. I'm looking forward to both of them. 
House of Villains and Traitor. Well, I guess Traitors we won't get for a while, though. Why did they announce it? So I guess they announced it early because all the cast leaks were happening. But my question about the House of Villains thing. Yeah. So Jax came back on the scene Mm -hmm. with Scandaval going on, right? And he took the altruistic approach, like, that he has changed or that like he can teach Sandoval a thing or two about like growing up or maturing or whatever the fuck he's full of shit. He's totally lying. (laughs) But isn't it interesting that immediately following that he gets offered a house of villains role, which is going to force him into his normal behavior. And he's going to just show us the Jax Taylor that he is like, I think it's so funny that he went from one lane to the other lane like that. I mean, listen, anything else is going to happen. The money no. is there. When the money yeah, is there, well, you're gonna you're gonna go where the money's at. And I absolutely. think Jax is gonna lean into it the same way he always leaned into it on Vanderpump Rules. He was paid to be a bad guy, and he was naturally a bad guy. And all he had to do was be a badder guy. Yeah, works out well. It works out well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you guys want to move into some Q and A, and then a special announcement that we're gonna reveal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we will move into Q&A, but really quickly, I do just want to give a little bit of love to my pals because, you know, I ha- the Brav Bros aren't my only friends. I actually, I have more friends, but I have friends that keep the lights on. Friends like my pals at Drizzly. You know I love Drizzly, the number one app for drink delivery. You guys, if you're not downloading Drizzly, I don't know what you're doing. I like to have a nice little Aperol spritz during the summer, something nice, light, and refreshing. Drizzly is the go-to app for drink delivery. So whether you're having a night in with some pals or you're hosting a party, Drizzly's here to be your partner in parties, meaning they're here to help you take the grunt work out of the get-together so that you can be a confident host and actually party at your own party. Drizzly is the most convenient way to buy beer, wine, and spirits with delivery to your door when you want it all from the comfort of your couch. The convenience speaks for itself, and any true Housewives fan knows the importance of being a good party host. If I'm hosting something at the new apartment, you better believe I'm going to be hitting up Drizzly, okay? Because a good host downloads Drizzly, and you should too. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com right now. Please drink responsibly, and you must be 21 or older to order. The link is in the description below. I also... Love me some more labs. Because listen, guys, it's 2023. Science has evolved. And there's no reason to waste time trying to recover from a night of drinking. You know what I mean? That dreaded next morning where your head's pounding. You feel like, you know, it's a chore to even get up and go pee. Literally the worst. That's why I invest in the scientific triumph that is morning recovery. It's scientifically formulated to help you bounce back after a night of drinking. It's made with ingredients like milk thistle and ginseng to help you recover from last night's fun Plus, it's loaded with electrolytes and B vitamins. We love B vitamins. They help you replenish lost nutrients. It's I like to call it the game changer. I like to call it the new drink one before having a good time and wake up ready for anything drink. So if you want to give them a try, head on over to morelabs.com and use code NOFILTER right now to save 25% off your first purchase. Head on over to morelabs.com. Use code NOFILTER. That's code no filter, like the name of my podcast, and save 25% off your first purchase at morelabs.com. Link is in the description below. And while we're on the topic of things that I love and things that make my life better, Chomps makes snacking simple. They're tasty meat sticks packed with mouth-watering flavor and only the best real ingredients. Each delicious Chomps meat stick has the protein your body needs. I'm talking over 9 grams 
per stick and zero sugar. Low carb, keto friendly, allergy friendly. They don't contain any fillers. My face contains fillers, but chomps do not. Chomp sticks are simply made with natural ingredients that you can feel good about. Easy and convenient to throw in your bag, take on the go, no refrigeration required. That's why I love them. I carry them with me on the go, in between meetings or tapings. Listen, just like Raquel Levis, I love me a good meat stick or two, and I'm sure you're going to love Chomps. They're available in nine flavors. My favorite is the jalapeno beef. So if you want to give Chomps a try, activate your Rocky Rocky Bang Bang. Use code ZAC20 for 20% off at Chomps.com. That's code ZAC20 for 20% off at Chomps.com. Okay, guys, if you have questions for me, Steel, and Shooter, then you can ask them now in the live chat because we are going to be, at, we're going to address all the hot topics. We're going to answer all the questions. First one coming in from Brittany. Brittany wants to know from the bros, what are your predictions for the game tonight? Oh, the Giants are going to get spanked. They have I think nobody. It's Boring ass game. It's gonna be like nineteen to sixteen. Just nothing going on Thursday nights. I got Brock Purdy on my fantasy team, so I need him to ball out and throw some touchdowns. But the Giants are gonna get smoked. Yeah, Giants suck. <laughs> yeah, they do. Josh is fun. which which Josh are we talking about? There's Steel and Shooter, and not Josh. Brav Bros and Josh. Oh, you're talking about Josh from last night. Oh. My friend Josh. Oh. Yeah, Josh is great. Have you met Josh? You've never even met Josh. No, but I'm just I'm assuming he's he's great. People, yeah, good job, people, <laughs> people love the Josh. Well, um, speaking of Josh, though, he is coming to my show at the Bourbon Room on November 19th. I don't think he'll be in the show, but he will be at the show, which is what we talked about last night. And you know who else will be at my show? Do you guys know who else is going to be at my show? Do you want to tell them who else is going to be at my show? I don't know. Shooter, do tell. Is it me? Is Am I the deal? problem? Is it me? Is it the bros? Am I going to be there? Are, Are the bros going I west? Gonna there. I mean, I'm going to be in L.A. around that time. So, you know, it's, it's stop. Oh, on. we're coming to L.A., baby. We're taking the bros out to the West Coast. We're coming to the Bourbon Room. Ooh, we're ooh, bringing ooh, the bra ooh, bros. Ooh, we're going to dress up L.A. as shit. We're going to, like, look the part. We're bringing Steel Philly and I are actually going to buy each other outfits for the show. <gasps> you're going to play the Meredith Marks game and you're going to dress each other. Yes. Oh my God, I love it. I have to say, Mary being on Salt Lake City this season, the best addition. I mean, she was originally there, but like she is just ruthless and toothless and she does not, (laughs) she has no time for Angie K. Like, does not want to give her the time of the day. She's willing to call it the bullshit. Like, when Meredith is, like, you know, giving her prickly at the table. And Mary's like, I'm surprised that you said that because you were talking shit about her back at the Trixie Motel. (laughs) I was like, yes, Mary. (laughs) She is, like, Uh, such a breath of fresh. The fact that she wasn't on last season is a sin. Like, uh, the minute she came back on. Because, like, here's what's great about her. And Shooter mentioned this on our podcast earlier. She does just enough. Mm-hmm. She's never the center of attention. She drops a one-liner and then she backs off and just yep. like lets it happen. But her intention also isn't even to stir shit up. It's just like a thought and then she says it. And yeah. my favorite part, honestly, and this is such like a minor it thing and this is the things that I get stuck on. The image of her staring at an African crane for hours on end because the bird wants her to stare at it mm. like is it's fixated in my head just like that image of her when she was having the phone call about the dom perignon at the tricks oh yeah her eyes were like that big yeah i imagine her staring at this bird <laughs> the same way just having a staring like contest. hours on end 
and then her grandfather husband comes home and oh. he joins in. He's not on the show this season. We haven't seen anything from him. Her he's grandfather a, he's husband. Oh, yeah, he's man. been in Vegas for six months and she's totally fine with it. Yeah, who knows what he's doing? No um, Karen wants to know favorite Taylor Swift song. Oh. Um, I like the one. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. I'm sorry, Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Cause she's dead. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Do you have a favorite song? Scoots. Steel's got a Steel's wife skirt. is a Swifty. Yeah, my wife loves Taylor Swift. Um, is it we're never I getting see, back I together? Feel like pressured. Is it like um, no? Uh, it's, no, you know no, what it no, honestly with probably the is. Girlfriend, she's a mess. She's talking about this something that what's yours? The one that Zach's singing. You know that? No, no, no. What is that? Shake, 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 shake it off. Shake. Seven year old? Is it because your daughter likes it? I feel. No, I feel pressured here because I feel like if I don't say a good one, Dev's gonna be like, dude. And so, like, I, but yeah, shake it off, probably. I don't know about you, but yeah, I'm feeling like twenty. I've got a deeper cut, which I didn't realize was a deep cut Ooh, until I was like, talking to girls, and they were like, "Whoa, that's a really nice. deep cut." And like, "Oh shit, all right." Wow, is that uh, is mine, that is that your pickup line? Absolutely, <laughs> it's the easiest way to pick up. No, his pickup line is his pickup line is I have a Bravo podcast. What's up? Yeah, and then I double down and tell them what my favorite Taylor Swift song is. It's like easy. Uh, no, mine is Dress from uh, Reputation. Oh, oh he got the album too wow yeah. my bad dude God he's got it down dress was what you're dealing with dress yeah. wasn't even a bob yeah, yeah it's a bob for me um renee wants oh. to know shooter did you ever make your movie date no we didn't yet we're uh we, we have actually we've forgotten about it and then I brought it the back winner. up and yeah so it's it's a work in progress we picked the winner we will announce it next week we got a winner if if Barbenheimer is not an option anymore, we will have a consolation prize because this one person took the time to write out like a very thorough resume to Full apply resume. for this PDF, and PDF. So she deserves to go to something. So we will make sure that that happens next week. We will announce something. Okay. Shooter's date. We Fly should her do... out to LA and send her to the Burberry room. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes everyone, which everyone's really excited. Karen's really excited. Uh, Brian's really excited. Are you guys excited because you're coming to the show or you're just excited because you're good hype men? That's what I want to know. Both. Um, oh. Oh, that. <laughs> Look, Brittany right. says, no, let's go. Zach Pack and the Brav Bros at the Bourbon Room. Holla. Um, does yeah, anyone else know that Monica has Lisa's ring? I thought so from the you moment. Think Monica just straight up stole it. That's Damn. a big allegation. That's a crazy. That's allegation. a sixty thousand. That's grand theft. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, that's anyway. grand theft. That's a big thing to throw. Wait, out are you guys really dressing each other up? Because I think that would be so fun. Um, Probably. Joshua will Probably, not allow me to I dress w- him up. Steals particular about need... his outfits though. I am. I need you to like lean into how I style myself because I don't how wear you the style same yourself shit. is you wear jeans always, never shorts, uh, some sort of boot and a cut off shirt. That, if you go, that's a very safe bet. It's a very safe. That bet. is a very safe bet. I have no idea what I'm wearing, to be honest. I, you know, I just know month. I can't look like a referee again this year. When I saw the photos back, I was like, now I know why Megan King was talking shit because I look like <laughs> a total referee in that outfit. The only thing that saved me was the Gucci belt. 
Um, who are the Brav Bros? They're right here. They're Steel and Shooter. Should I be following them? Yes, you should absolutely be following them. They have a podcast called the Brav Bros Podcast. They have a YouTube channel that's linked in the description below that you should absolutely go and listen to and support. Do that. Now that's a plug, Please. Steel. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I need to take plug lessons from Zach because I fucking yeah. stink at them. I, I mess up the words half the time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Shooter's mustache is fire. Did Barman Hammer ever happen? Well, we know it didn't happen, but they love but your mustache. The compliment for the mustache. Is it? A, is, what did it's I hear? Fine. The mustache is it's a flavor saver. Is that what they're oh, calling yeah. it these uh, days? No, oh, actually, yeah. flavor saver is the, the soul patch. Oh, the soul patch. Do you have you don't have a soul patch? That technically, no, no, no. But technically speaking, that is that's what they refer All to. Right. Uh, a mustache is a womb broom. A womb broom. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure so if it's dusty, if there are any cobwebs down there, we just make sure. It's, just dust them off. Dust them off. Do you yeah. think Ultimate Girls Trip with Brandy and Caroline will ever air? Yeah, eventually, probably next year. I think they said. I think I saw like early next year it's going to come out, but we'll see. Um. The, Are lawyers involved yet? Well, I know Brandy I just know. did an interview with Page Six, and she's like, "Release the audio. We were mic'd up. Like she's ready to be vindicated." Mm. I'm curious, like with her taking that stance. Now, I do not think that she's the most reputable source for what has happened in events, especially if she was lit, because I don't know if she remembers exactly how it went down. However, if there is damning audio given the backlash that she has gotten from this, that would be very interesting. I'm not saying there is at all. Yeah. But, and by the way, Scott, great idea. I, the <laughs> only thing that I'm going to counter to that is I texted Zach. I think I'm going, cause I think it's, it, I'm not sure what the theme is yet, but I was leaning towards a romper situation that it's, would match. the. Theme. Oh, well oh, it's, it's a friends, Friendsgiving. It's a Friendsgiving yeah, theme. Friendsgiving, um, but I think it's close enough to Christmas well, to maybe also, look for like a Santa Claus romper. Steel. This is a podcast. So we need to reference what the comment is. So Scott wrote it and Scott wrote steel needs to go full Will Ferrell and wear a seventies powder blue tuxedo. And I would said do that do too. Or me and Shooter can just do the dumb and dumber. Dumb and dumber. Yeah, we can ah, do that. That's funny. Uh, Bravo, are we getting Lisa Barlow on the podcast soon? We are. We are. We, oh, because oh, you just had are. John no, Barlow on. No, we are. No, we're getting there. We talked to her. Uh, like we talked last year about doing it. Um, and that's when all the housewives got barred from doing podcasts. So we got shut down for a while. I reached out to her or we reached out to her recently. She said that her next three weeks are nuts, but reach out in three weeks and we'll touch base. So not guaranteed easy shoots, but yeah, it's happening. Looking, it's looking good. <laughs> it's good. Um, we Rick, found her. Right yes, now. Rick and Deb. Rick and Deb, the Brav Bros are coming to LA. They're going to be at the Friendsgiving show at the Bourbon Room in Hollywood, um, November nineteenth. So mark the mark your calendar, November nineteenth. The Bourbon Room, where apparently I throw wine at people and I break glasses and get physically removed by security. Isn't that, do that this wait? Can I just say, isn't that the best fucking flex to prove that that story was total garbage and trash? Because I'm now coming back to the Bourbon Room. Why would they ever have me back if that story was ever true? Good point. That's why you can't listen to Great swamp defense. creatures like Dana Wilkie. Yeah. Uh, drop the tickets, Zach, please, for the love of Gaga. Um, they will be coming. Um, 
the Zach Pack members will have first dibs, and maybe the Brav Bros will get to give first dibs to tickets too. But they should be dropping oh very soon. Save the day. We're going to have it up and ready. The, but the Zach Pack will get uh, a notification when they're available, and then they'll be made to the public after that. So stay tuned. Have you started selling tickets? We have not started selling tickets yet. We needed to start selling tickets tonight because everybody's fired up about it. You guys yeah, are going to have right. to come back on the podcast well, next week. Well, they should be. Don't forget about this energy when they drop. Yeah, I have know. Have you seen us live? We'll before? have to do us another three together. Life. It's electric. Well, no, because they're on the West Coast, and we've only done shows on the East Coast. We did Philly mm, and New York. Guys, so no idea what you're in find for. Out. Bring the house down. Bourbon Room will remember us forever. You and your seventy-five personalities. You better be there. Oh yeah, Brian. I know that's right. Um, okay. The fan has his own show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny because Adam said that I was just a fan at that show. And now I have my own show, which he doesn't. Um, can you? Can each of you name your favorite housewives, past or present? Um, yeah. Who are your favorite housewives? Uh, I'm going to go with Candy. Okay. Thank God you didn't say Garcelle again because that, that, that answer is so retired, Shooter. Well, how many times have we answered this question? Like five at this point. I feel, we, at least. Uh, mine is, oof, I got to stick with it. I say it every time. I'm not changing now. The Grand Dame. I, I love Karen Huger. I think really? she's great. Boring. Boring. Yeah. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> Boring. Hey, I have been consistent. We have answered this question every time we do a live with you, which I'm happy to answer it every time. But I, at least I'm consistent. I stand by my principles I and my people. I just got grilled okay? because I was too consistent, and I finally changed up. You're consistent, so I, I don't know. I don't know what. That but also, did. okay, Zach has to answer just the question. Let's be fair. Over. Let's be you just fair. Said, all you said is I changed my answer on my own terms. Candy, I didn't do it. Candy is a great housewife, but she has not been a great housewife recently. She's been phoning it in. Well, that counts as the past. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, as past house, That's right? Because not yeah. current, not current. It's um, the whole career, yeah. You know, my favorite. Ugh, I would have said my favorite used to be Bethany Frankel, but she's just been a disaster. Yeah, Did you see she called Carol yeah. Radzville racist for calling her for saying she has a white? I mean, can uh, you imagine? I was just like, oh my god, Bethany. Lady- <laughs> calling another white lady racist. Racist for calling her a white lady. <laughs> What are we doing here? That was not how that works. I could not believe it. I just love how she's like literally going into TJ Maxx and she's like trying to justify that she's giving people her used makeup, which let's be clear. It was open. Even if she's like, I put it on my hand. I didn't put it on my lips. I put it on my hand, which fuck off. No, you did it. Like, come on. If you're trying on a lip gloss, you're putting it on your mouth. Okay. It's fine. But like. She's like, here, let me give Consuela at TJ Maxx my used makeup because poor Consuela can't afford it. And then Consuela's like, no, 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 I don't want that. I can't accept it. That's a bribe. And I don't work for the government, so I can't take bribes. And so she was very much just like, no, I'm Bethany Frankel. I'm the number one podcast host in the entire galaxy. And I will call up the manager of TJ Maxx. I will call up your boss, Consuela, and I will tell him that you can accept my Ziploc baggie of used makeup. <laughs> She's delusional. And then dude. she doubles down on her. it. 
And then she's like, I'm not a white savior. Like, what does that mean that I'm white and I save people, people of color? I help all people of color. Do you not know I have Be Strong because I'm strong and I make the world strong because I have Be Strong and I have the number one podcast in the entire galaxy. It's called Just Be and everybody listens to Just Me because I'm Just Be. She's literally insane, you guys. Spot on. Great one of her three podcasts. She's losing her mind. She's literally three. like I thought that it was I unhinged when she was eating the crab legs. I was like, this is unhinged. But now this whole le- other level of like delusional craziness is insane. Do you know how much shit we got? Because we posted a TikTok after the crab leg incident and we said somebody paused this woman's account. This is outrageous. Uh, and, and they should like, have listened just, like, to you. People have come back since then and been like. Like begrudgingly, like mm, you guys were right. We're like, yeah, we were because people were trying to throw the misogynist. Like you guys, like what a woman can't eat. We're like, no, nobody should eat crab legs that close to a camera. It's fucking gross. And this is clearly unhinged behavior. Fast forward a month and everyone's on our team now. Yeah, we fucking told you. <laughs> oh, Consuela, her friend. She's like, this is my friend at TJ Maxx. Hi, what's your name? Consuela. Oh, okay. I thought that was your friend. And she's like, hi, Consuela. I remember last time I was here and you like wanted all of this makeup that I was buying, but you can't afford it because you work at TJ Maxx. And so I decided to bring you the same makeup that you can't afford. And Consuela's like, Did can I help you? What? Did you see the comment she made on one of her posts? Somebody what? said, how... Can you know, or are you assuming that Consuela can't yeah, afford she, yeah. the makeup? And she she responded because she's a cashier at TJ Maxx. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Bethany like, is really like talk about trajectory of like high highs and low lows. Somebody take her phone away. She does not need to be on the tickety talk anymore. Should Bravo bring Kelly Dodd back? Um, I know it's a controversial take, but I don't see like I think Kelly Dodd will shake things up. And I think Kelly Dodd is great TV the same way Mary Cosby is great. See, everybody wants to say, don't bring back Kelly Dodd. Don't bring back Ramona. They're problematic. They're this, they're that, they're whatever. Mary is equally as problematic and ruthless and toothless and evil and mean and runs probably runs allegedly a cult church where she takes advantage of poor people more than Bethany Fr- Frankel, you know, takes advantage of poor people with her TikToks because they work at TJ Maxx and they're just cashiers and they can't afford Would you call a Mary Cosby a, uh, a porn- pornography or a predator? You called me pornography. And she's like, what? I didn't t- say you did porn. She's like, <laughs> I never said you said I did porn. Heather, what did, you, what did she say? And Heather, who's like dead on the floor, is like, and then she goes back to throwing up and she's like, you called me and my husband a predator. I'm like, well, your husband's your grandfather. So that's not a strong defense. That's, yeah, that's predatory that's behavior. Arguably, the definition of a <laughs> yeah. predator. Actually, is your grandfather. Mary, no, no, no. Mary is the predator in that situation because that was her grandmother's husband, and she's like, yeah. you know what? Grandma's dying. I'm gonna take over the legacy, so I'm gonna bang my grandfather. But how has it become like, like that is fucking insane? Like that is a crazy thing to say. And yet it's just commonplace now. Like, yeah. we're all just like, oh, yeah, she's married to her. Like, it's not even an issue anymore. Everyone's like, myself included, like, oh, yeah, no, that's her husband, also her grandfather. That should be way bigger. And it's really not. It's just it's like, the accepted. Mormons. You know, it's <laughs> all good. It's sure. all good. She runs the she's church. Not Mormon. They run whatever the fuck their church is called to the point where her flock can drive off of a cliff and kill themselves. <laughs> And she has no reaction to it. Oh, she tells yeah. The, story. the one like, that the flew. In my, in and she was and she was ejected into a town. 
Yeah, and Whitney's like, is she okay? She's Into like, a neighborhood. No. She's like, no, she died. No. She's dead. <laughs> Hi, kids. Like, <laughs> what the but like, oh, also, God, how does how are you driving and then you get ejected from a car and you land into a neighborhood in someone's backyard? It was the same road that Tom Girardi was driving down when it was snowing. Yeah, yep. Tom's, Tom's house is broken into. It's a tricky in front of the road. And then had to it's go have eye surgery. Yeah, it's a windy, windy road. That's what that's the road that Shannon Bedore thought she was on when she was driving. When she was making that hard left. <laughs> they see me rolling, they hating, <laughs> patrolling, and trying to catch me riding dirty. Um, I didn't pick my housewife. Who is my housewife? My housewife is—I'm gonna say Erica—is my favorite at the moment. Redemption shocker. arc, shocker. Redemption yeah, did you, arc. Did you buy that four-dollar ticket to go see her in Vegas yet? Okay. <laughs> Listen, I talked about this on Heather McDonald on Juicy Scoop. The $7 or $1 tickets were standing room tickets on StubHub, okay? Mm -hmm. The House of Blues is going to have standing room tickets because they just want bodies in the room, okay? I was given, we were given complimentary tickets to the show on Friday night for press, and then I had purchased a table to support. I purchased a table for me and my friends for Saturday night. So I did. Okay. How much was the table? I'm not. Yeah, you can't make this work. Yeah, leave him alone. My bad. I meant for. <laughs> Never mind. It was. Listen, it was a lot. It was a lot more than seven dollars. I'll tell you that. There you okay. go. We'll see but that. it was a Save good. That. Listen, That's and right. I listen. Here's the thing: if you can get in for seven dollars and you can watch a, a show, then like do it. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think live your life. If Sutton's willing to buy you a one dollar ticket to the show, then you know what, Sutton, make it rain. Fair enough. But yeah, I would pick Erica as my current favorite. Only because there's the redemption, right? There is redemption here. Sure. We're here for a redemption arc. Yeah. But we'll we'll see. Time will tell. Season's don't, coming up don't in November. Tease us in the into saying something positive. Yeah. Not who is who back. is your favorite Peter Pan? Craig, Shep, or Austin? Shep is always gonna be at the bottom of my, of my list. He's trash. Um Austin is my favorite. I would sit on that Muppet mouth any time of day. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, on that womb brush? Yeah, that's no, it's a womb broom, dude. Not a womb oh, brush. That sound that doesn't sound. Hey, it depends on the size. Um, depends on the size of the uh, mustache. Could be a you know. Go on. No, I don't. Let's dive into that. I couldn't think of what's bigger than a broom, <laughs> so I stopped. Yeah. Um, nope. Who's uh, your favorite Peter Pan? Ryan... So I jump back and forth between Craig and Austin. Shep can go fuck himself. He's he's trash, like you said. I hate that guy, but. Austin and Craig, it's interesting. I like Austin and Craig when they're on Southern Charm. I do not like them yeah. when they make appearances on Winter and Summer House. I think they're fuckboys when they get there. When they're in their element, they actually seem like nice guys. Like I, I don't have any issues with them. I do appreciate that on Austin's side of things in this first episode of Southern Charm, we see him take some accountability. Like maybe I am the issue here. I need to figure out why I can't stay in relationships. So kudos to him. Granted, after having that revelation, he goes on to fuck Taylor. So it's kind of, he do you think he really, really fucked Taylor? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Right? The chemistry last year, we called yeah. it last year. Shooter mm -hmm. called it. He called it that when they were doing that shoe thing that or they were like shopping together. Shooters my like little sister. Fucking... Or the like same way you sibling. called Courtney and, um, What's his name on yeah. Atlanta? Courtney and Ralph. Courtney yeah. and yeah. Ralph. Yeah. 
cousin 100 he's a, he's a cousin fucker yeah <laughs> do you think he knew um, she was his cousin when he fucked her yes i think that i don't they think that they're like and he they know that they're not blood related <laughs> yeah i think that made it hotter for them ew yeah. <laughs> i'm your cousin i'm your cousin <laughs> oh my god uh with craig though Joe, i appreciate all that craig is trying to do I appreciate all that Craig oh, is trying to Craig. do to get Paige to move to Southern Charm. I appreciate the effort. Clearly, he's making that house They're not look gonna the last. way it is for Paige. No, because she is so disinterested. And every time he brings up the topic, she seems irritated by it. But hey, guys, like you're moving in that direction for Craig to want an answer is not ridiculous. So I think right now, if I had to pick out of those three, I would say Craig's probably at the top, but Austin's a close second. Well, Craig has had some development. Craig has like grown up a bit. He's grown he away from them, matured. but at the same time, he every time that they get involved in shit, he goes right back to them. That's like my problem with Craig. Craig's dancing on a line right now of maturity versus going back to Shep and Craig or Shep and Austin. I like look for what what Austin is. I like him the best out of the three because at least he's true to himself. We know what Austin is. Yeah, Shep is is just hard to like sometimes. He's he's comic relief sometimes, but he he drives you crazy sometimes. Craig, I, I think he just needs to figure out the whole situation with Paige and what he wants to do with his life. Yeah. Um, they want show, Shag, Kill, Mary. We have to give us options. If you give us specific names, then I can play that game. For Salt Lake? Uh, they said OC and Salt Lake, but we need options. Oh, there's too many people. Yeah, there's yeah. too many peeps. Can't we just, say Boink, Mary, look, Kill, yeah, we're gentlemen. Well, I'm clearing. Probably, I'm banging yeah, Mary Cosby. All of OC. Just kill the show. I actually like Jen. Jen is great. Gina and her shoulders can take a seat and leave Heather Dubrow alone. Oof. Gina and her shoulders. <laughs> we can't say things like that. I know. <laughs> we cannot. As straight men, we're not allowed to comment on that. Uh... Yeah, nope. <laughs> we stay away from that lane. <laughs> Paige is just not that into Craig. No, she's keeping him. Paige is a fuck boy. Like, let's be real. Paige is yeah. a fuck boy, and she's keeping Craig around, and she's breadcrumbing him. What are all the 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 buzzwords right now? She's doing all of them. She's doing all the things. I agree. Paige only loves herself. I agree. Shep is a typical trust fund brat. Yeah. It was her step grandpa, which doesn't make it better. No, it's still her grand. It's still her grandmother's no, husband. Weird. How do you less not gross, love actually. Emily? That does make it less gross. Emily's okay. I mean, Emily's fun, right? I don't think she's like, you know, pinnacle housewife. Emily shoots herself fun. in the foot when she tries to get involved because she talks out of both sides of her mouth and she just tries to stir the pot at weird times and she jumps on the bandwagon with stuff. I think that she's funny when she's like standalone. When her and Gina get each other going, like this most recent episode, they're just feeding into like the Heather's the problem. It's like, no, you're all just jealous that Heather has more money than you. That like, Taylor was off. very Taylor was spot on with that to call them yeah, on she that. Nailed it. She's like, it's the money. And then Heather's like, well, I'm not going to apologize for having money. I'm like, you know what? You shouldn't. You just sold your house for fifty five million dollars. Like Terry Dubrow said, that's fuck everyone money. So at this point. Heather has no need to do this show. She does not need this show. If anything, yep. she saves the show by adding an element of class. Because without Heather, it's just a bunch of trashy broads out in the OC. <laughs> yep. And I agree. Listen, I don't think she was wrong to call some of them losers. They're all. Uh, losers. We called them that tonight. They're all fucking losers. <laughs> I will say, I did meet Tamara at. Erica's show in Vegas. I met Tamara and Teddy. I know those are your two favorites, Steel. I met Tamara and Teddy, and they were delightful. 
I walked up to, I walked up to them to say hello because I've obviously I've had Teddy on my podcast in the past and so we and we've chatted in the past but I'd never formally met Tamara um, and I walked up to Teddy and had my sunglasses on and she picked up my sunglasses and she's like I need to look into your eyes to see how fucked up you are I was like babe it's Vegas night too I've been fucked up since I got off the plane so and we we then went out and we hung out and we did our own little after party and they were a blast. So I will say that we I did have a lot of fun with them. Pish posh. <laughs> yeah. Tuh, tuh. <laughs> um I don't watch OC just Salt Lake and Joyzy, trashy broads of Orange County. Um, I can't believe I finally caught a live. Hi, everyone. Hi, Elizabeth. Welcome to the live. We're just wrapping up. Um, on that hey, note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Brian has a comment for Steele. I should always preface Brian's comments, but uh, Steele, thank you for your concerned, stern view on Shannon's double misdemeanor arrest. The Brav Bros are some of the most balanced podcasters on the platform. There hey, we go. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Which you should go and follow the bros, the Brav Bros podcast, not the Bravo Bros, not the Bravo Boys, Brav Bros podcast. It's available on all podcast platforms and they are on the YouTube. So if you're on this right now, not only should you hit the like button to let me know that you're enjoying the bros and that they should come back next week when tickets are officially on sale for the November 19th Bourbon Room show, but you should go and give them a subscribe on the YouTube because that's where they're at. And you're on the YouTube right now, so you have no excuse and no reason to not give them a follow. We got 400 people in the live right now. All 400 should go over and subscribe to Zebra. We should Bros. have 400 more followers after this, or else I'm disappointed in all well, of you. And you're not invited to the follow before. Let's, let's say 350. <laughs> yes. Uh, Brittany's been subscribed. Appreciate you. Yeah, see? Ben, Thanks, you go, Brittany. Brittany. And we'll still invite you to the subscribed. bourbon room. I'm just, I'm talking shit. Brittany was going <laughs> to uh, uh, spoil the score for us, but, you know, whatever. Yes, you guys can also follow them on Instagram. You can follow me at Just Plain Zach. Follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach. What are your personal handles that people want to slide? Shoot your single, right? People can slide into your DMs. My handle's on there, I think. And you'll see the them. Okay, but again, guys, this is also a podcast. So we have people that are just listening in on audio. Your handle is Shooter Magooter, right? Yes, it is. Shooter Magooter. He'll sing you Taylor Swift songs. He'll serenade you. Do you, know how to, do you know how to play an instrument? Do you know how to play the guitar? No. Okay. Well, he'll serenade you with his voice <laughs> and his char- and his mustache. Hey, now. Yeah, his womb broom. His, oh, my God. Um, all right. Thank you guys and for scene. tuning in. And scene. Steel, do you want to plug a, a handle? Um, Just follow up Brav underscore bros. You don't have to follow my personal page unless you really want to. Brav um, underscore actually, bros. You know what? I'll plug... I'll plug my my cooking page. Steals follow meals. Steals meals. Steals yeah, meals on that one. Go Look give it a follow. I make my money on the side. There you go. <laughs> I love it. All right, bros. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Love you. Mean it. Appreciate all of you guys for joining tonight.